when do you give up on friends? Let's sink in for one second. When do you give up on friends? Like, should your friends, you put effort into your friends your whole entire life? Or do there come life circumstances where you're like, I don't, just don't know if we can be friends anymore. She's really debating right now, do I drop the friend or do I keep putting effort in? You can decide after you hear the situation today on the show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I'm Steve Kramer. This is a feel-good podcast I do with my mother, Nancy Yancey, who is just a saint. She's the greatest, isn't she? I think she is. And if you feel differently, don't tell me. I think she's just the greatest person on the face of the earth. Uh, It's live, laugh, love your mom. We share our lives. We laugh a lot. And we love my mom, Nancy Yancey, my co-host. Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. Okay, so as of the time of recording, we still don't know who the president is. And I was like, well, do we do another election, post-election day special that has nothing to do with politics? And I'm like, we can't do this forever. This can go on for a while. No. So instead, we're just going to record. I just, It's really hard to record a podcast and release it. You know, we're, we're recording this at six o'clock at night right now. Release it the next day. So much can change overnight. So much has changed since this time last night when I sat down to even watch this thing in the first place, right? All right. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on in this state of the world. As You could be listening to this weeks later. It may not even be relevant anymore, you know? <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know how to handle this because I know that all the world is like focused in on this one particular topic and uh, I don't know. I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to do it today. So uh, we'll we'll get into the election a little bit um, and we will uh, also not get into the election a little bit. Because that's how it's- <laughs> a lot, I hope. That's how it's going to go. That's how it's going to go today. Okay. Um, so let's catch up on a couple of things. There's one thing that I've been hesitant to talk about because I felt like I was going to get judged harshly. And I might. I don't know. But then I was like, you know what? If this was a human, I feel like I would be a big advocate for this topic. So if it's for a dog – I don't know why it'd be much different. Go with me here, okay? So I told you that Kiki's had a hard time sleeping, right? We've been talking about this for a, a couple of d- weeks, months now. It's been hell. It's probably been six weeks. Ever since she had her stroke or whatever the neurological issue was, uh, we were really, really having a hard time with separation anxiety. She went deaf and like now she just doesn't want to be away from me. Well, that's not true. She doesn't mind being away from me between the hours of – 4 a.m. and like 9 p.m. The second, <laughs> oh, gosh. the second I go in to lay down, like she'll be uh-huh. sitting on the den all day by herself. Not a problem. She lays in the sun by the window. She's content. I feed her food. She's happy. We go for walks. Everything's good. The second that I get in that bed, though, for bedtime, mm-hmm. it is like World War Three in here trying to get her to go to bed. Mm-hmm. And I have tried literally almost everything. I mean, yes. I've tried every single thing to try to get her to to go to sleep. And I, I've been getting your recommendations and thank you for all of them. So here's what I finally had to do this weekend. Like I said, I've been putting it off. We can talk about it now. Um, I have been, uh, I finally get her on medicine. I got her on like a, an anti-anxiety medicine mm-hmm. and I, it's working okay. It's hit or miss. I would say from the four or five nights she's been on it now, <laughs> half of them have been okay. Okay. Half. The other half have been mildly bad. Um, mm-hmm. She will come in and sleep in her crate at least all night. So that's positive. Yeah. And the uh, just, it's just, 
not great yet, mm-hmm. but I felt really weird saying that I was putting my dog on medicine because I just thought that I was going to get a bunch of crap from you guys. You know, you already give me a hard time or not taking her out every other hour. Hmm. So, um, I, I, then, then I was like, listen, like I'm, I'm such a big mental health advocate and yes. like Kiki's in distress. And so if I have to put yes. her on medicine, hopefully I'm not being judged harshly for that. Yeah. Um, so we are sleeping better in Baltimore. We're sleeping better. I'm getting some yes. sleep, uh, not um, a ton of sleep. Last night was – I actually had a Benadryl myself last night. I had to give myself a pill last night um, <laughs> to, to try to I, – I knew I would sit here and watch this thing all night. Uh-huh. I was sitting here and watch this damn thing all night. Did you guys – were you guys glued to the TV last night? No, I wasn't. I went to bed. Um, we watched Netflix, and then I went to bed at, I don't know, 9.30. And I think at eleven thirty, Jim was like, eh, "No, I got to turn it off." And he went to bed. And then today, he got up at six thirty or whatever and turned it on. And I didn't really <laughs> tune in until eight or so. Yeah, but you've yeah. been watching it all day. It's been it's been hard to get away from it. Honestly, it's yeah. been hard to get away from all the political stuff. It's like one of those things that it's like FOMO. You almost feel like you're missing it. Mm-hmm. So last night, I don't know if you can tell, but I'm like a little stuffed up. I don't think it's coronavirus. I'm trying not to let my brain go there because you know I have no. my coronavirus freak out once a month. It's not. Um, so <laughs> I um, have been really uh, had been really anxious about this election as we talked about, and I was like, you know what? Like, let me just take this Benadryl. And I'm really sensitive to sleeping pills. Right. And so I have to be really careful before a morning show because I can't really, I can't take, take like, like Tylenol PM. Mm-hmm. I can't take any kind of sleeping pill, cold medicine that makes you tire. I can't, I can't take it because it'll just, it'll completely F up the next day show. Mm-hmm. So I decided, because I actually bought some Benadryl for Kiki and I was like, oh, it's kids. Hmm. Like, that can't be as crazy. So let me take one of those. It knocked my ass out so fast. Like 15 minutes. I was, you know, like, ah, passed out. TV's still on. Lights are on. Like, I was like, I was knocked out. I was a zombie for half the day today, too. That stuff's serious, man. That stuff is serious. Um, but sorry, getting back around to the main topic. So I, I now have Kiki on, on medicine. And some of you guys had messaged me saying that you put your dog on medicine. I'm, I'm not a huge medicine person myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to stay away from it, but I just feel like I was like, six weeks in, I'm just running out of options. She's mm-hmm. not sleeping. I'm not sleeping. It's just, Mm-mm. it's just bad. Do you think, do you think it makes me a bad dog dad by putting her on some kind of long term? Cause it's probably not great for her body. Mm-hmm. She doesn't go numb or anything. It's not like she like passes out. She's just a little more chill. Mm-hmm. No, more chill. I don't think so. Are you asking me? Yeah. No, I don't think that's bad at all. I mean, you have to have sleep. Your quality of life depends on getting good sleep. And poor Kiki's in distress too, staying up all night and crying and all that. No, 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 no. When we need help, we need mental health help, and it involves medication, we do it until we don't need it any longer. Yeah, Which that's kind of what I'm hoping. A smart I've, thing to do. I've got a 30 day supply, and I'm wondering mm-hmm. if I can just get her in the habit of sleeping out there and not right. like worrying about it. Yeah, and maybe I can just take her off of it after a while. That's right. So, um, but there's, I, I'll, I'll be honest, like, like okay, so that, that, that it, period on that conversation. Now I'm like, damn, if I took a Benadryl earlier, if I could take it at like eight o'clock. Mm. I might knock my ass out every night and get some great sleep. Because, I mean, I slept all night. I was just kind of groggy this morning. But I took it about 9.30 last night. Yeah. I'm like, that may be – that's not bad. This is me. This is how I work. This is how I work. I literally became addicted to – oh, God. What was some pain pill? 
Um, and I, I don't mean to make light of this, but it just I'm such an addictive personality when I like something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was uh, I don't remember. It's one of those. It's one of those pain pills. Um, I was <laughs> I had some really bad aches like body aches when i had like a fever or like a cold one time this is like 10 years ago in panama city mm-hmm. and so i went to the doctor because i couldn't really i couldn't really get comfortable and it's been a couple of days and i was like man my body's so achy and she gave me like a muscle relaxer mm-hmm. uh which was i think way over prescribed uh mm-hmm. i don't think that's what you should give somebody that has body aches but you know whatever mm-hmm. it's fine and i took like three like probably three days of those things and i'm like this this is my new life. Like, this <laughs> oh, is great. That's this is, what I'm, happens. God, I know. So I see that now, but now I'm about to get hooked on Benadryl. I feel it over here. I'm like, that was a, <laughs> well, it's nice just to like pass out. Benadryl is really just an antihistamine. Yeah. It's an allergy pill. That's how um, it starts though. It's a gateway. It's a gateway sleep drug. Then I'm like, it's yeah, not strong enough. Uh, but I'm you're, also the having, you're also having some nasal, nasal congestion and stuff. So right. it's possible that it just made you sleep better because you could breathe better. Maybe I don't know, but if yeah. I, like I think what we need to do is do a safety check next Thursday, mm-hmm. and make sure that I'm still not taking some type of sleeping pill because I just mm-hmm. I also do that. I'm the king of escalation. Like <laughs> if I like something a little bit, I will love a lot of it. So <laughs> dear, you guys yeah, are getting, uh, caught me like strung out on on Benadryl. I'm gonna miss, miss a podcast and like where is he? Like oh, his life really went downhill ever since that Benadryl. Like I just can't. <laughs> oh, I can't just do like an inch of anything. I just have to like <laughs> go all out on it, right? Um, you know, I said we're going to talk a little bit about the election today, and this is really um, not relate, not um, politically inclined at all. But I want to talk to you, Mom, about this because, and this is I, this is the first time I've talked about this, so don't get mad at me because I haven't talked about this on the radio station yet. Uh, I told you that I'm kind of figuring things out with this one girl that's back in California. Right. Mm-hmm. And I told you guys that's about a week ago and it's, uh, it's been, it's been interesting. Long distance is tough. It's skip, especially with three hours difference. It's been kind of weird. She is coming out here this weekend though. Mm-hmm. So, um, that'd be kind of nice for us to be able to, to reconnect. We ran into a small issue this week that I wanted to see if I was out of line on mom. Okay. Um, so obviously everything's been just a little bit escalated since this time, you know, the election just brought like, brought like the crazy in us out. At least it has for me, right? Mm-hmm. We've, we're, we're sensitive, we're, you know, we're anxious, we're, we're protective and everything. Mm-hmm. So her and I started talking last week about, about the election mm-hmm. and we hadn't really talked politics before. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, you know, I, I'm very, again, we don't talk uh, this. It's not that we don't talk about it with this podcast. just isn't really based around politics. So there's just no point in me telling my, my political views, I feel like, mm-hmm. but I'm, but I'm pretty passionate about, about one of the candidates. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I found out that, she is not like mm. she is just not a very politically inclined person. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a little younger than me. And I think at her age, I probably didn't care about politics as much either. Sure. Um, she just hasn't really embraced, really figured herself out politically yet. Yeah. And so as of like last week, she was undecided on what she was, who she was going to vote for. And it's not uh-huh. that she wasn't sure. She just hadn't really done the research yet. It didn't really mean much to her. Uh-huh. And, you know, that's, to me, that was kind of tough because I, I am so politically inclined, uh-huh. but, uh, but, you know, to each his own. Mm-hmm. But I said something and I wasn't sure if this is out of line or this is me just making a boundary for myself that I find important. And I told her that if she voted for my opposing candidate, I didn't think it was going to work out. 
Really? I, I didn't think it would work out because I I think that these two candidates are, are so totally different. And my mm. viewpoints eh, somewhat align with one of the candidates pretty well. And th- they definitely are complete opposite of one of the other candidates. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, so I was like, I don't think that we would really truly, when it gets down to like the things that are important to me, because mm-hmm. a lot of the things that I voted for this year, I'm, I'm really, they're really important to me. Mm-hmm. And I just told her, I don't really foresee like us pursuing this mm-hmm. uh, much further mm-hmm. if we don't vote the same way. Now, fast forward, we did, and there's part of me that's like, oh, God, I hope I didn't, like, just force her to, you know, <laughs> vote for my candidate. Well, I hope not, because she seems yeah. like she's mature enough to think for herself. No, she is. But, yeah. of course, that just goes through my head of, like, right. uh, I don't know if I was out of line. I don't know if I was out of line by that. Of course, you know, dating for me is weird. I'm scared to get into a relationship for a lot of different reasons. And so I'm, like, trying to find the perfect person. And, like, we just mm-hmm. hadn't really talked about things politically. We mm-hmm. hadn't really gotten into it. Mm-hmm. Now, we're not opposed, but... Mm-hmm. I basically told her if if, if she if she voted for my, not my candidate mm-hmm. that I don't think it was going to work. Wow. Wow. Well, here's what I have to say about that. I hope that whoever you have as a partner is not going to agree with everything you say and everything you think and everything you feel. It's important to agree about certain things, but in my opinion, politics is sort of down on the list of values. I think you have to have the same value system, and of course that is reflected in your political views, I believe, but I think that you have to accept the differences and decide What's really important It's the same thing I said about my best friend. And I know, yes, that's a best friend, but Maggie and her fiance have different political views and they're learning to navigate that as well. Yeah. But when, but when, when and if you really love someone, that means you accept them for who they are and you agree to just disagree on some things. And I mean, don't I told you let last it week. Become big. Don't let it become bigger than what it is. I I told you that I was trying to be a more open minded person because I, I don't want to be. We're so divided, right? Mm-hmm. We're so divided. But I've I've got a friend. Uh, I was having a conversation with her this week that her and her boyfriend are politically different, uh-huh. and it's like it's really hard on her. It's uh-huh. really hard on her. It's really been really hard on them uh-huh. as a couple. Uh-huh. Because it's so different. Mm-hmm. And so I've just been paranoid that like I don't really I, – I want to be with somebody that I am politically similar to. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think that makes me a bad person. I don't think it does or I don't think it's completely – I don't think we have to agree on everything. But I think that these two candidates are so v- different. Mm-hmm. They're so well, different. Again, I think you have to have similar values in life, but I wouldn't let a politician break up a relationship with someone that I loved. I just wouldn't. I mm. you know. I feel I feel differently than my best friend does. Your dad and I disagree on a lot of things. Not so yeah. much politically anymore, but we disagree on a lot of things. But at the end of the day, it's not it's not important to our relationship because we respect each other for who we are and for what we believe. 
And we state our case and we sometimes just agree to disagree and not discuss it. Or if we discuss it, it's, it's fine. I mean, I, I love your feedback on that. Uh, the phone number 888-Kramer8, call, text, whatever you want to do. Like, does that sound like it's like unreasonable that I would even like, put that in because again I'm, I'm new to whatever this is that we're doing dating you're not new to it it's the same well, i'm new to like trying to figure out a relationship i'm not really new to like mm. dating but like now i'm trying to really like hone in on one person right so yeah. i want to make sure i'm picking the right person and maybe i'm scared i'm picking the right the wrong person again and i don't know so well, i don't I'm know sure that's the conversation we had and be careful not to overanalyze everything. Oh, Lord. That's, um, my, that's my favorite thing to do. That's my I favorite know, pastime. That's what I do with my free time. I sit here and overanalyze everything. You can't do that. You can't do uh, that. Keep things in perspective and keep what really matters first and foremost um, in your mind. Because uh, nobody's perfect. You're not perfect. You're not I'm, the perfect. I'm close. No, it's not that I'm perfect. It's just like it's just if can is it worth it if we're so if we're politically different? And we talked about you know and asked my mom this week too. But I'm just Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's sitting close to home now. Yeah. Um, Before we get to our quote, I do want to say a very special shout out to our podcast brother and sister Callie and Jeff. They had their baby, uh, baby dollar, and they posted a picture today for the very first time. And I. I, uh, I'm just I'm so happy for them. You know, they've been pretty publicly open about their their miscarriage either last year or the year before. And you know, I remember when um, they found out. Uh, Jeff actually told me before they announced it uh, that the Callie was pregnant and, he, and all of his fears that came with that. And they announced her pregnancy like a month in. Uh, and his his philosophy. I don't know if you ever shared this on the podcast. I, I think I'm safe to share this. Hmm. Is that like he just wanted a bunch of good vibes throughout all the coronavirus stuff? You know, like like here's some good news and to share some good news and some good vibes over. And so, mm-hmm. um, she is uh, she's super cute. I'm just happy for them because I know mm-hmm. they're um, they've been trying and wanting a baby. So oh, it's really it's so great. And they're older parents. He is older. I don't think that she is. I don't know how – to be honest with you, I don't know how old they are. Um, but I know there's an age difference between – they've talked about the age difference between the two of them. And I think it's somehow, about it's about 10 years. Somehow I'm remembering that she's over 30 though. She might be over 30. I don't consider that an old parent. Yeah. No, I know. I think but, over the age of 40 is when you start to kind of become yeah, like well, – She's not that. No, I don't no. think she. He, I think he might be, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah. Uh, awesome. So anyway, congrats to those two. Yeah. And Happy. let's go ahead and get to our quote for today. Okay. This is something we've um, probably all heard before from Ben Franklin, but it's a good reminder for this particular time during the election. Change is the only constant in life. One's ability to adapt to those changes will determine your success in life. And I think we could easily apply that to relationships as well. Right? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. I mean, we really, I mean, I don't know about you, but I hate change. I just don't like it. You know, tomorrow, actually, I I totally forgot when I was, I was taking a walk up in the uh, this Fed Hill Park next to me, mm-hmm. and I was thinking, I was like, man, it's, 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 it's like it's like beautiful. It's like sixty five out and sunny, mm. and it was just great. And I'm like, I need to do a Maryland check in. We forgot to do one this week. I'll do it tomorrow. Okay. Um, and I don't like change. It's mm. not that I don't even like Maryland. I just don't like change. I hated San Diego when I got there. Mm-hmm. I hated Phoenix, but I kind of continued to hate Phoenix. Um, 
I, I just, I just don't, my, my body's so not built for change. Yeah. And so it's, uh, it's, it's a real struggle, but yeah, this like, adapting to this, this election, whatever the answer is going to be yes. is really where the work comes in, you yes. know, because every four years it's going to happen. Right. And you can get out, you can, and that's really what I had to come to terms with this morning. Cause I, you know, as of right now, we don't know who the, the winner is right now. And, uh, as of this morning, we basically, I mean, it could have gone either way, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, it's basically, like, duh, we don't know. Both of them right. kind of have a clear path to, you know, to 270. Yeah. And I really had to tell it, like, I talk myself through this because mm-hmm. I, I have a way of getting really emotionally tied up in all this stuff. And I had to really stop myself driving to work this morning. Cause you know, I had to go put on a show and right. entertain and, you know, inform and try to be unbiased, you know, on the po- yes. I, don't, I, I, don't, I wouldn't mind sharing my political views. I just don't think it's necessary. Right. But I, I, I had to really think about like, we've done like, oh, we, we did it. Like I did all I can do. It's, like, it's mm-hmm. completely out of my control. There's mm-hmm. nothing else that I can do. Mm-hmm. But like how I, how I respond yes. to this is truly where the work comes in. Right. It's not going to change, you know? no. no. And we have to adapt to it, whatever it is. Yeah. I mean, we adapted to the last four years. We had to adapt to the eight years with Obama. Um, I mean, life is adaptation. Right. If we want to live our best life, we have to constantly adapt to the situations that it presents us. I hope if you walk away from anything from this podcast today, it's just that. It's that like... However you're going to feel, even if you're happy, you know, mm-hmm. like you, you've done all you can do. And now the rest is, is out of your control unless you're going to go run for office. Right. But even then you got four years. Yeah. So it, maybe, maybe some people feel motivated. And I, I saw this a lot after the 2016 election where people started taking it a lot into their own hands. Yeah. And I appreciated that. And so maybe that's, that, that's what comes from, I, I don't know. I don't know. But all I'm saying is. You can fight it. You can fight it. You can be mad today if, you, if today's the day they announce it, and, and you can be ugh, and you can be gross, and, and maybe that's what you need. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe, maybe that's what you need. I, I don't. I, I always say to feel your feelings. Never mm-hmm. hide your feelings. Right. You, you're allowed to be disappointed. Yes. You know, but sure. that's what I used to say. This kind of works with when I would get bad news on job interviews because mm-hmm. it happened a lot, you know, and right. I had to say, okay, like it's it's would be easy to say like, okay, just don't worry about it. Like keep your chin up. Like. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's let's equate the same thing to politics. Like, mm-hmm. so your candidate's not going to win. Okay, well, you know, but, 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 like, that may not be how you feel. Right. But give yourself a time period. I used to say, okay, 48 hours after I find out bad news about a job, mm-hmm. I am going to let myself feel whatever I want. If I'm like, you know, F this, F radio, F this person, F that, you know, that city, that station, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But then 48 hours later, I was like, okay, I've got to get back on the horse and keep mm-hmm. going. So yeah. feel your feelings. That's, I don't like people to say like, just get over it. Like, don't, mm-hmm. I don't think that's the answer, but it's no. like, feel your feelings. But then what can you change? Can you change anything? Is there anything you can, you can do in, in this situation? I don't think so. And let's remember too, that no matter how this turns out, we still have a voice. Yeah. We still have a voice yeah. with all of our representatives. We still have a voice with our president. And we don't need to muzzle that 
just because we don't like the person that's been elected. We still need to express our feelings and our opinions. Yep. yep. Because it's a free country and we're entitled to do that. That's right. Okay, we'll get to ask my mom, mom here in just a couple seconds on the show. Um, when should you give up on friends? Like, when do you just, is there come a point where you just realize it's not going to work and you just stop trying to be someone's friend? That's her question, and we'll get to it next here on the Certified Mama's Boy podcast. Hey, Kramer, it's Mel in San Diego. I'm catching up on my episode, and I just listened to the Kiki episode. And you were right, it was a tearjerker. Um, I wanted to start by telling you um, thank you for being real and allowing yourself to feel all the emotions that you were feeling. Um, It shows that you're just this amazing human, and um, and I appreciate that about you. Um, And then second, um, your mom is right. She doesn't need you to tell her that you love her. She can feel it. She knows you take extreme care of her and even if you're frustrated with her, she knows that you love her because you're there for her. You're her human. And I know that the process isn't easy. Just stay by her side and and continue to be her human and exhibit to her the love that you've given her over the last 11 years. Um, Even talking about it makes me emotional because I couldn't even imagine having to make the choice of, you know, putting down a pet. So um, I'm here. I'm supporting you. And I thank you for being real. And um, keep doing what you're doing. I love the podcast. I love Mama Nancy. And I love you forever. So when should you give up on friends? Like when are you like, nope, this obviously isn't going to, it ain't going to cut it no more. Because that's what she's starting to wonder. Maybe you've got some advice on the time you just realized your friendship wasn't going to work anymore. We'll get to that with Ask My Mom here in just a couple seconds. First, shout out to all of our certified fans. Man, we love you guys so much. Certified fans are people that are supporters of this show. They're financial supporters, $5 a month. And with that comes all kind of perks of you, actually your first month, you get, you get your money back because you get $5 off of the merch store. and. <laughs> Um, you, you get all kind of, all kind of projects. Actually, actually, it's something I'm working on right now that I'm really excited to roll out probably in January. I think all this new stuff's going to roll out in January. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is exclusive discounts and hopefully you feel good because you are a, you know, you're part of this, part of this little community that we're creating. And you know that your $5 a month continues to grow this thing, you know, bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do have a new certified fan today, mom. Oh, and she gave a yearly donation, which I really super oh, appreciate. Thank you. Um, her name is Kayla Yu. Kayla Yu from Lakeside, California. Oh, Kayla right. Yu. Whoop, yeah. Whoop. Love that's how Kayla. You get a whoop, whoop. You got whoop, it. Whoop, whoop, like that's that carries its weight in gold. So. <laughs> Um, anyway, <laughs> thank you so much. And we'd love for you to be a certified fan. Just text the word fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. And I'll shoot, shoot you back a link and you can just sign up real quick. It takes like I two seconds to do I look forward to welcoming Kayla to our certified fans fan page. Oh, yeah. The Facebook group. Yeah, it's cool. It's Come cool on, it's sign up. It's so much fun. Ask my mom time. So this is where you can write for advice. My mom's got some pretty good words of wisdom and got some good expertise. 68 years of life. For, she didn't do it for nothing. She's <laughs> paying off now in a podcast form. Oh, so if you've got some, uh, if you've got some, need some advice with relationships or kids or 
family or friends or whatever, you can just uh, shoot me an email. It's that guy Kramer at gmail.com. And I will make sure that you get featured on our segment. Okay. Today is a, today's a tricky one. Cause I, I can kind of relate to this. I, I, I remember this feeling. She said, so I become friends with my ex's friends and their wives, their kids, etc., for almost a 13 year relationship, almost two years removed. So not as close as before, but we still see each other from time to time in social gatherings and school pickups. One actually lives two doors down from me. Now that my feet are back on the ground post-divorce, I'm doing things that I love to do. And one of those things is hosting. I, uh, it's been hard with COVID, obviously, but I came up with a safe idea for a bunch of our old friends to see each other. A socially distant Thanksgiving dinner outside. I was going to invite four families over to sit in the backyard and space our tables out six feet and ask all the families to have COVID tests right before and wear a mask and eat, uh, while not eating and uh, temperature check at the door. It's a great safe way for us to reconnect. Out of the four families I invited, three of them told me no. One of them told me they didn't feel right with this all gathering at a house that me and my ex-husband shared. One of them told me they didn't feel right choosing sides. And the other one told me they just weren't ready yet. I know that I am sensitive, but it really hurt my feelings. We all used to be so close. So now what do I do? Do I, keep, do I try again to keep the friendship or do I cut ties and move on? Hmm. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How about that? Yeah, it's tough, especially when you put something together like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now I feel awkward for the one family that said yes. They're probably like, oh, <laughs> am, I, am I the jerk family that's going? Or then do you still put on a dinner? Like, have you invited them? And that's coming. That's a, that's an awkward situation. Yeah. Okay. That's ask my mom this question. Mom, what do you do in a situation like that? Because breakups are hard. I've always said that too. I, I lost mm-hmm. a, a few friends and a few connections when I, I got divorced. So I know it's it's a really crappy feeling, but do you keep trying or do you just, you know, got to cut ties and make, make new friends? Hmm. Well, I think you do have to make new friends for sure, but I don't know that I would give up on any of those friends. I mean, this is such a crazy time with COVID. Um, and people just have different feelings about it. They have different feelings about COVID. Obviously, what they're saying is not all about COVID. It's about feeling uncomfortable with choosing sides or being at the house or whatever. Um, I think if that were me, I would have conversations. Remember, communication is the key to building healthy relationships. And I would have a conversation with each one of them and just try to understand why they feel that way. I wouldn't try to take it so personally and um, just ditch the relationship because of it, because obviously she cares enough about them if she wants to invite them to her house for Thanksgiving. Sounds like they're important to her. So I would would just um, challenge her to have that conversation with each one of them and really find out what's happening and try yeah. to understand it from both sides. She could express her her opinion as well. And it's hopefully tough. they'll get through it. My mom's never obviously been through a divorce. So she doesn't right. understand like the rules of the rules of the game. Yeah. Um, but I think there does come like a loyalty side to one side or the other. Mm. I I think I shared this that and this was on, on I think the uncensored podcast that I did with Gina. Uh-huh. Um when Shannon and I uh, split my uh, Holly, who you know from the radio show, would always like comment 
on Shannon's pictures on Instagram. And I was like, yes, girl, living your best life. And things that were just kind of felt like, meh, to me. Mm-hmm. And Holly, you know, Holly was, I don't want to say my friend first, but, you know, Holly and I did the radio show together. Holly and I, you know, we have a closer relationship. Not sure. always the greatest, but like, I would say that Holly was, you know, my... It, it felt personal. They, they, the comments started to feel personal. So we started, started talking about like, should I be bothered by that or not? And we actually I ended up calling Holly and talking to her about it on the podcast or maybe it was on the air. I don't remember, but I think it's really tough. I think mm-hmm. it's really tough when you get into these things. Cause I mean, she was friends with my ex too. And it does, it does get weird. I mean, I feel that way. You may feel that way too, even if you're not divorced and you've got friends that are divorced and like, you have to pick sides and the whole thing. And I, I, yeah. I think in a sense you I think it's tough. I think it's really tough to not pick sides mm-hmm. because there does feel like a loyalty factor to me, right? There does mm-hmm. feel like a well, whose side are you on? Because obviously, you know, I'm, I've been pretty vocal about what happened with me and my ex-wife and I feel like mm-hmm. if somebody wanted to to continue to be friends with her, that was a real challenge for me. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So I just feel like the friends that are going to be there are going to be there for you. And there's not going to be a, I need a cool down period. You know, like, mm-hmm. I just don't think those are real, like your real diehard friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you got to be okay with that. You got to be okay with people coming in and out of your life and that that's okay. I don't think people, I, I don't think that some people are meant to be friends forever. I think that they're there to support you in certain times. And you may disagree with that fact, but I, I think that you've got to be okay with walking away from a friendship that doesn't serve one side or the other anymore. You know, mm-hmm. does that make sense? Yeah. It does, does that sound insensitive? Cause you're kind of saying different things. You're just like, no, I keep trying, keep trying. I'm saying yeah. I got to put in the effort too. It doesn't need to, like any relationship. It doesn't need to be a one side. You don't need to be chasing after somebody and, well, how about my my Christmas uh, my Christmas wreath making session? What about New Year's <laughs> Eve? What about King Day? You yeah. guys can come over. You know, it's just like I don't know. And you're right. I haven't been in that situation. I haven't been divorced. I haven't had to choose between friends and couples. Um, of couples that were divorced. I've never really been in that situation. Um, so yeah, you're right. I mean, I don't know. Depends we'll get on the phones going. Situation. We'll yeah, everybody's everybody's opinion matters and is important. So I'd love to hear from everybody. 888-Kramer8, 888-K-R-A-M-E-R-8. Why don't you call us and let us know, like, do you keep trying with friends in the, like post-divorce situation or in really any situation? Like, do you feel like she should like keep going in and when they've made it pretty clear, they feel uncomfortable? Like, do you keep trying? Or are you just like, okay, that's cool. Cut ties and, and move on. Mm-hmm. So uh, phone number 888-Kramer8. Leave us a voicemail. We'll get to him later on this week. And mom, that's it. I love you. Okay. Love you forever. Okay. You know what it is. You know what it is. It is the good news time. And you know, if I ever find a story about a dog, I'm going to do it because I love them. There is a, a dog in China that knows that there's no place like home. And she actually walked for two weeks to get there. Her name is Ping Ann. She's a golden retriever, which goldens are the best. They're the best. Chihuahuas are pain in the ass but but goldens are the best uh she was left with a friend by her owner who uh, lived 62 miles away when they were renovating their house so the construction obviously wouldn't bother her but after a couple of months she ran away from her temporary housing went missing which is kind of scary right this one-year-old dog that was found outside of an office two weeks later near the family's house 
after all the time walking, she'd actually ended up limping and she had some injuries on her paws. But the rescuers took care of her and then they turned to social media to try to find her owners. Ping An, whose name actually means safe in Chinese, is now been reunited with her family and is recovering very well, by the way, from her long journey. Her family says that they're never going to leave her side again. They said, Ping An, you've worked really hard and we would never send you away. I love that. Dogs are so cool like that. I don't think I'd walk 62 miles to get home anywhere. The fact that this dog is like, I don't really even know where I'm going. I don't have Apple Maps, but I'm going to use those dog instincts to figure out where I'm going because I just want to be next to my person. Oh my God. I got to go pet Kiki after this story. All right. Love this story too because obviously things are really divisive with the political system right now. And I don't know when you're listening to this and what's happened, but this is what I'm talking about. This is what I love to see. Okay. Talked about this, this story on the radio show too. And this made me so happy. There's an act of kindness that brought two neighbors on different sides of the political spectrum together during the election. So somebody stole Tim Place's Joe Biden sign from his yard over in Washington County, Wisconsin, and he was uh, – he actually received a replacement from a very surprising source, a Trump supporter. Yeah. A few days after the sign disappeared, uh, Place's neighbor – or actually, Place sounds weird. Place's neighbor, uh, Tim's neighbor, his name is Josh, went out and got a new one for him. Although we're Trump supporters, we – we love our neighbors and want them to be able to exercise their freedom of speech just like everybody else. It's just heartwarming to, to know that neighbors, even in the midst of a very contentious campaign, can still treat each other with, with love and respect. Yeah, so cool, isn't it? The neighbors had never met before, but they did. Uh, uh, but this good deed brought them together for the very first time when a place – Josh – Tim, what's the name? Tim, Tim. Uh, when Tim got to actually thank Josh for the new sign, he told him that we would do the same for you. They've shown that people are more important than politics, and they say that they're glad that something positive came from this. And I love that story, man. That's what it's talking about. No matter how this election's going to turn out, we still got to be people at the end of the day and love one another, right? So uh, now made me laugh, and we'll send you away with that for today, okay? Uh, I, I talk about Kiki's medicine and you know giving her this anti uh, anti anxiety medicine, so she'll just kind of chill out a little bit and kind of gets a little bit less separation anxiety from me. Well, uh, comedian Nate Barget Barget, I'm going to screw his name up, Bargatze Bargatze, Nate Bargatze um, is he's like listen. These damn dog medicines cause more drama than you realize in my relationship. We've been uh, we've been married for ten years and we still uh, fight. Like you can when you're when you're married, fighting is open twenty four hours, uh, anytime. We got in a fight recently at three a.m. We woke up to get in this fight, and <laughs> we, <laughs> we have a. Uh, we live in Nashville, and we have a, we have a dog that uh, freaks out when it thunders, so it was like thundering, so we have sedatives to give her, because there's only so many times you can tell a dog it's just thunder before you're like, just take this, hope, you, hope this works. Uh, I'm not going to hold you through it, you know? So I, I wake up, and uh, I had asked my wife, I was like, hey, where are the sedatives at? And she was like, they're the top of the cabinet, so I go get them. When I get them, I looked at the bottle, and the bottle said they were expired. So I had to like wake her back up. And I was like, hey, these say they're expired. And she was like annoyed. She was like, they're not expired. Those are new pills in an old pill bottle. And I was like, all right, you know, I should have thought of that. That's my fault. Uh, I mean, people come to our house all the time and they get milk and they're like, is this milk expired? And I have to go, that's new milk in an old milk jug. Are you the stupidest person I've ever met in my life? How could you, how could you not figure that out? 
That's basically what I told her. It wasn't as fun as that, you know, but that was the gist. And instead of just saying, you're right, I, that's a logical statement, she's, she dives all in and tells me it doesn't matter because dog medicine can't even expire. Which she's never even heard a rumor about that. She doesn't know that. We don't, we don't know any dog medicine people. I know who she knows. And she, we don't know one dog medicine maker that's like testing her, like, let me tell you a little secret about dog medicine. We've invented medicine that can't expire. Yeah, like, who, who, do, who does that? Who does that? All right, that's it. Thank you so much. Love you so much. I do. I love, love you. I love you. I'm thankful for you. And I would love it if you would go text the word merch right now. M-E-R-C-H. Nothing would be better for this situation that we're in politically than an it's fine, everything's fine wine glass. Like, you need that or you need to send that to somebody that needs that today. So text the word merch, M-E-R-C-H to 888-Kramery. I'd love to ship one out to you. And it supports the podcast too. So thanks for doing it. All right. Love you. See you back with Jimmy Mack tomorrow morning or day or whatever. Whenever you listen to the next podcast. I feel like a radio person right there. Okay. That's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever. 